Week two recap on the journey to the new 1%. My VA focused on revamping the website. I focused on the logo revamp, podcast description, and making more content. We want to start building out the core 100, a group of people committed to weekly actions that will help me build the new 1%. They also want to buy a business in the next 12 to 24 months. Only five people can join at a time. We'll help each other find, fund, conduct diligence on, and operate businesses. There will also be free courses that I make to help us do all that. For Sober Living, I have money partners, I know how to get tenants, and I've made a new partnership for tenants. Now I just need the properties, and I'm just going to go on market. Private money partners are going to pay the first six months of mortgage, the entry fee, which is the down payment, and initial marketing costs to get tenants. That's my week with the new 1%. What does yours look like? Comment below. Now, of course, you might be like, yo. I want to join the core 100. What are these free courses and these free resources that you're talking about? The first one is really the community investing course, and that is for free, completely free. And what we'll be going over in that course, I haven't done the outline quite yet, but it'll look like how can we get a group of people together? How can we pool our funds? And then how can we purchase assets that cash flow? See, the lifeblood of business, the lifeblood of your financial life, really, is cash flow. If you're not buying assets that are cash flowing, you're really not setting yourself up well for success. And ultimately, you want to buy assets that cash flow and appreciate. Of course, that's real estate, but it's also businesses. In business and in real estate, you can force appreciation by implementing some of the skills you learn to add value to a property or to a business. The community investing course will talk about methods to add value to businesses, primarily going through Alex Formosi's $100 million offers, $100 million leads, books. In fact, I might just link to his website in that course and be like, hey, let's watch this. Let's digest this together and implement this information because this community, <clears throat> the core 100 is really the start of the community of the new 1%. And that's how you can join me in my journey to the new 1% by joining the core 100. And yeah, that community investing course will be talking about how we can pool our funds, pool our energies, pool our efforts, and produce cash flowing assets that allow us to go make the impact we know that we were put here to make. So it'll outline buying businesses, buying real estate, high level, because then in the next course, I'll go into a deep dive of the proprietary search training. So how can I search for a business and talk to a seller and generate an off-market lead that converts to a deal? We'll be talking about those kind of email campaigns, some of the email campaigns I have done to accounting firms. And I didn't go through with buying an accounting firm, but it's what I will do when I am focused on buying an accounting firm. And it's the same method I use to get these sober living partnerships up and going. And it's the same method I'll use to talk to realtors. It's simply outreach and customizing your message, making it personal to the person, making sure your interests are aligned and that you're coming with a good offer. So we'll talk about how to start that proprietary search for businesses and understanding seller motivation. You know, in the sales process, you need to ask questions first and foremost. So we'll have some questions that you need to know to help you understand the seller's pain points that are pretty typical in sales and typical in conversation. These, this isn't going to be groundbreaking stuff. The groundbreaking stuff will be applying it and learning from it together. You'll also get access to the exclusive list of private money partners and private money lenders that I generate for buying businesses and buying real estate. And then I'll also walk you through some methods to build your own. 
Uh, when I was in college, I was trying to build up my own private money list and, you know, I used my network and they didn't trust me. And so we'll kind of discuss about how to leverage yourself, put yourself in a position where private money people can trust you even though you have no experience. And how can you structure the deal such that everybody's profitable and you can repeat the money that you're getting from that private money lender. They lend you 50K, you get them their 50K back and they want to give it right back to you because you know how to get them a return on their capital. So we've gone over a lot so far. It'll be the community investing course, pooling our resources, pooling our funds and investing in assets that cash flow so we can go create impact together. And then we'll get into the nitty gritty of the proprietary search and how do we understand seller motivation, kind of touch on some sales stuff, some questions, some understanding, some empathy. That's really all sales is, wanting to get to the truth of the situation and then help and add value where you can. So first you got to make contact, then you have to ask the right questions to understand them. Then we'll get the exclusive list to the PMP and PML list I'm building. So you'll have access to private money partners that I'm doing business with or building relationship with. As long as they give me permission to be on that list, they will be on there. And then of course, your own methods to build your own because when you join the Core 100, we're finding, funding, doing the diligence on and operating those businesses together. So this is kind of the first run at the model, if you will, of the new 1%. So the Core 100 will be buying those businesses together. So you'll be building your own private money list and we'll teach you how to do that. Now, you've done the search, you've done the work to get the private money list from your own network, and now you have a deal and you have the money, what else do you need? Well, we'll have the due diligence checklist as well. And these are all the resources we're building out for the Core 100 so we can launch into the world of M&A together and buy our first couple businesses, start our holding companies, and most importantly, start creating impact together. So we'll have the due diligence checklist, but I'm not a professional at due diligence. Neither are you if you're probably coming to this Core 100. So what we'll do is we'll talk to the professionals. We'll get a list of all the helpful contacts and each major city for due diligence. This looks like an accounting firm that specializes in M&A, a lawyer that specializes in M&A, and then some due diligence firms. There are firms out there that literally specialize in due diligence, so we'll have all those contacts for you. So when you get that deal, and when you have that money, you don't walk into something that's gonna bankrupt you, basically. And then of course, access to our community of business buyers. You are the core 100, you are a business buyer and you'll be in the community and you'll be in with 99 other people. So I guess 100 other people because I'm in there, I'm included in that. 99 plus me plus you. We got 101 people in that community. And so that's really what the free courses and the free resources are. And now I'm gonna jump into the section of my journey with the new 1%. We'll be building that out in the future and continuing to create content that is designed to help you find, fund, do the due diligence on, and operate businesses. In addition to that, we're studying the impact that people are making out there in the world as entrepreneurs today by looking at some of the biggest foundations and endowments in the world and what impact they're making. So that's what the purpose of the content is. If you guys have any feedback, I would love to get it. I always love to get that feedback, but now, What's the nitty gritty of my life? I've gone over, okay, we're gonna buy businesses together, we're gonna build out the core 100, we're gonna build the brand of the new 1%, but how am I generating cash flow right now? I'm actually not. 
buying businesses. See, the new 1% buys assets that cash flow. Businesses, I think, are the best cash flowing asset out there, but right now I'm focused on sober living properties and I'm hunting for those properties. Updates on that in the past week, I talked with a broker who is well-connected in the San Antonio area. I need to follow up with them this week, but they were trying to sell a wrap. And if you guys don't know what a wrap is, it's basically like they have a mortgage on a property, they package that mortgage and they increase the rent. Say I need to pay $3,000 to cover the mortgage, interest, taxes, insurance, all that good stuff. They're going to sell that to somebody else. Banks do this all the time, actually. Uh, they sell mortgages to other banks and they're going to get an uptick on that. So if they have to pay the bank 3000 to keep the property, they're going to charge somebody 3500 And in addition to that, they're going to collect a down payment. My mind went blank there for a second. An example of this could be you owe 80%, you have a $100,000 house. You owe 80000 to the bank. The seller finances 20000 of that. So you got into the property for $0 down. The bank financing is $900 a month. And then the seller financing is $200 a month. So $900 to the bank, $200 to the seller. It's $1,100 all in that you have to pay as an investor. You would then take that and sell it to somebody who had pretty poor credit and you would charge them $1,600 a month and $50,000 down. Now you charge them $20,000 down because the property is $100,000. So you take a 20% down payment and a $1,600 monthly payment. Now your cash flow, 500 a month, and you get $20,000. So typically, it's good to sell wraps, but it's not good to buy wraps. And I saw a quadplex in San Antonio that was for a good price, and I thought I could get a lot of tenants in there for sober living, so I didn't have a problem buying on a wrap, but I wanted to negotiate seller financing. Because I was like, if this dude is selling on a wrap, or he's kind of seller financing this whole transaction, does he need the $62,000? Wouldn't he prefer to keep equity in the property long-term and cash flow more upfront? That was the kind of question I was running through my head. I was trying to negotiate some seller financing through sober living by having a kind of a revenue split. So I didn't have to come out of my pocket with any money. Long story short, the broker said, this deal probably wouldn't work, but I do know some people who are open to that, who own their properties free and clear, and that would be good for sober living. I told him my criteria and buy box, so now I need to follow up with him and see if he brings me some properties in San Antonio. I'm also looking at a multifamily portfolio in San Antonio. I think the portfolio was going for like $3 million or something like that, and we needed to bring 1.1, 1.2 million, um, considering kind of 50K for repairs for each of the units because they weren't in the best shape. And then um, just a down payment. We kind of need to bring it in that 1.1 to 1.2 million. I shot that to a family office guy who definitely has that liquidity and kind of wrote out the underwriting for Sober Living. And he's supposed to be giving me feedback on that on Monday. So the deal flow was pretty good. And Sober Living is a great strategy because I can buy right off the market. It's just a matter of getting those private money investors to trust me, basically. And so we talked about the broker, we talked about the multifamily portfolio. I've decided to just go on market and to do that, I had to clear up the structure of the private money. So again, sober living cash flows well. I was just kind of getting greedy and I wanted 2K cash flow per property, but there's no way I get a property on market and don't cash flow as long as I can get the tenants in, which I already have partnerships that will help me do that. So just going on market, there are a couple hurdles. 
the conventional financing, if we're both on the loan, it's not an issue and they put up the money. But it's just a logistical hassle. Like when you're doing a creative finance deal, you kind of sign some paperwork and you can wire money from other places and banks. There's a lot more due diligence, slower closing process. And so um, hopefully I can get to some DSCR loans after a while there. But through going on market, I have to clear up the structure of the private money. So A, we're both probably going to be on the loan if we go conventional or DSCR. Either one, we're both on the loan because they have to provide the down payment. I'm not trying to commit loan fraud or anything like that. And the structure is they bring all the entry fee, which is probably 22, 23%, 20% for the down payment, two to 3% for closing costs. Then they're going to bring six months reserves for the mortgage. And that's really going to look like 30,000 to $40,000, depending on how steep the mortgage is. It can really be 24,000 to $40,000, depending on how steep the mortgage is. And on top of that, I want to bring uh, probably about a thousand a month for marketing. So if we're looking at a $500,000 property, 20% down, you got $100,000, I believe that is. And then 22, 23% down, let's just call it 25%, right? 500,000, 25% for closing costs and the down payment. And you're looking at $150,000. That mortgage payment is probably gonna be, let's call it 5,000 a month, six months of that, 150,000 plus 30,000 is 180,000. And I want them to bring in another five or 10K. So 185 to 190,000 is what a private money partner would need to bring to the deal. They would get 50% equity. Their money would accrue interest at 12% and that would not be paid out, but it would just be an accrual basis. And so when we refinance the property or when we pulled any equity out of the property, they would get their money plus 12% compounded over the years, however many years we had it, before profits are split. And in the meantime, for cash flow purposes, they're getting a revenue split. And so that revenue split really looks like a 50-50 revenue split or more of a, um, if there's another partner kind of helping us get the tenants and do the operating, it might be a one-third, one-third, one-third revenue split. And that'll be their cash flow, which should get them anywhere between 8 to 12% on their money. While their money's accruing at 12% and the property's appreciating, their equity is appreciating. So what that'll look like is, Say they give us 100000 and after five years, they've accrued $80,000 in interest. I don't really know if that's the right math, but just for simplicity's sake, they're now owed $180,000. Well, when we refinance that property, say we can pull out two fifty, right? Because the value just skyrocketed or I paid the, or we kind of paid down the mortgage sum with some of the excess cash flow. We can pull out 250000 They will get their one eighty back first. Then we'll have 70,000 left over. There'll be a 50-50 split on that 70,000. 35 will go to them, 35 will go to me. And at that point, their equity will change. And it'll go probably down to a 10% equity split, 90% me, because all their money's out, their money's safe. Now they're just getting residual cash flow from doing a deal with me. And of course, they can put that money into another deal with me and we can buy another sober living property and then we can scale from there. So. That's the structure of the private money and I'm just going on market. We'll probably both have to be on the loan, conventional loan, DSCR loan. And for those of you who don't know what a DSCR loan is, that's really just a, it's a loan based on the income of the property. Basically, if you can prove the income, the loan against the asset, not necessarily your personal financial history, but you need some proof of ownership for the past year or two, I think maybe six months. Anyway, that's what we got for you guys today on the show. 
That is my journey with the new 1% looking at increasing cash flow and building community. Increasing cash flow through sober living, building community through building out the core 100, which will probably happen through our DMs that my VA will be sending out over the next couple weeks. So we'll see the progress on that. There'll also be a, a way to join the new 1%, uh, the new 1% core 100 and only five at any given time. I haven't decided on the time period yet, whether it's monthly or quarterly, but we only want five coming in at a time because we want this to be a tight knit group of people. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And remember, we're a community of people judged not on our wealth, but on our impact. So let's get to work.